Do you ever wish that you could go back in time and tell your younger self some incredible insight, some tips, some secrets, some just really important information that you wish that you knew way back when? I do too. I so wish that I could go back in time to when I was newly starting my business, to when I was newly starting to own my role as the CEO. And I really wish that I would have known these truth bombs that I'm about to share with you today. Because I truly believe that some of these principles I'm about to share with you could have saved me so many years of heartache. And I really hope and truly wish that this would do the same for you, that I would be able to share some of my insight and some of my tips, and that I would be able to help you along your journey as a photographer. So if you are ready, let's get started. Hey, mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you and to really dive in and kind of take you along um, down memory lane. I really want to share with you what I've learned over, gosh, the 12 years that I have been a photographer. Gosh, it has gone by so quickly, but at the same time, I remember so many of these experiences just being so painfully slow, right? When we are in the moment, when we are going through hard times and struggles, it just feels like it is so hard. So I can totally attest, I can totally relate to where you are at, and I am just so pumped up and ready to to share this with you. So I wanted to just do like a quick check-in and see how you are doing. Because if you have been following along with this summer series, you know how hard it is to be home (laughs) with your kiddos in the summer. And for those of you that just always have your kids home, like I can relate. I always have my kids home too. And it's just, it's hard. And it's especially hard when it's the summer and depending on where you live, it can be incredibly hot. Like here in Arizona, we have had a heat wave of like 118 degree weather. Um, We actually, sadly, lost a few of our chickens, actually three out of the four, when we were out of town celebrating my daughter's 12th birthday. We were in New York, and we had some neighbors taking care of our chickens, and it just got so hot. And so 
I just, I know, I know how it feels to be in your shoes and to just be trying to get through the summer, but not only just like surviving the summer, but actually like thriving and having a good summer with your kids. So I hope that it's going well. I hope that you are excited about today's episode. So let's, let's get started. Let's get into it because I know that you came here to learn some information today. So I want to dive in to the first truth bomb that I wish I would have known, which is that you have to love business more than you love photography. Now, I had no idea when I got into photography that it would be so business heavy. Obviously, I knew there'd be business involved, but I also didn't know how much I would fall in love with the business side. So you might have already sort of started to understand this, but being a photographer is really only 20% about photography. And the other 80% of being a photographer is understanding how to run your business. So I hope that you know that. I hope that you love business. And if you don't love business, like there are options for you, right? You can be an associate photographer and you can get paid just for doing the photography work. And there's no shame in that. Like, I think sometimes when we become an entrepreneur, we become prideful sort of and don't want to ever feel like we are quitting because it just feels yucky, right? But I want you to know that if you got into photography and you realized that you don't love the business, that it's okay. There are options. Like you can work for other people who need the photographers, but love the business more. There's tons of businesses out there looking for associates. So I just want to put that out there. Um, Because maybe you haven't actually like thought about that before. And now that I'm saying that you're like, yeah, you're right. Like, Running a photography business is mostly about business. And if you don't love business, you are going to burn out really quickly as a photographer. Okay, truth bomb number two, a mentor can save you time, energy, and effort. I mean, that sounds like a no brainer, right? But seriously, I don't know why it took me so long to invest in a mentor or a coach. And I actually think I do know why. I think it was because it was a huge investment. Like just any time I had to put money down to learn something, it felt like a huge investment, right? I remember my first investment. It was two years after I had started my business and it was a $1,200 two-day workshop. And it was a huge, scary leap, And I did not know whether I was worth the investment or not. And I just remember talking about it with my husband and being like, I know this is a lot of money. I really want to do this. I want to do this thing. And I jumped in with both feet. I did this two-day workshop and it was a pivotal moment in my business. I went from being urban life photography, which was some random name that I picked, shooting anything and everything, to Ashley Freehand Photography specializing in weddings. And my business exploded. It completely changed. I don't want to say exploded like, wow, I was making all this money. I mean, exploded in the sense that 
I finally had a direction. I knew where I was going. I knew who I was speaking to. And I really took off that year. Like I started booking weddings and I got more experience and I second shot with a couple of my close friends. And so that was a huge pivotal moment in my business where I got off the sidelines and I stopped just piddling around doing photography as a hobby. And I really took that next step. I really feel like that was a pivotal change in my business when I started taking myself a little bit more seriously. But this was only a two-day workshop. So as you can imagine, after the two days, I made changes, but I still kind of reverted. I started to fall back into old habits, and I started going a little bit in the opposite direction. And I started looking around at everybody else and just comparing my beginning to their middle And I was so jealous of all these other photographers who were doing what I wanted to do, but they didn't have kids and some of them didn't even have a husband. And so it really wasn't fair for me, but I spent years just being so angry that my business wasn't growing, being so resentful to my children because my business wasn't growing. And I don't want that for you guys. I really, truly don't. I want you to understand how important it is to invest in long-term mentorship, not just workshops and conferences here and there. Because although I think they're great and they have a place, they are not something that is going to sort of give you long-term change. So I just kind of want you to keep that in mind the next time you're thinking about a program, because the next program or the next type of mentoring that um, that I went for after that was one-on-one coaching. So I did one-on-one coaching, and then I went to group coaching, and both have its place. And I love both for different reasons. But I just wish that at the beginning, like after I did that workshop, I wish I would have invested in a mentor or a group coaching program, something that would propel me forward and hold me accountable because that's really where I struggled and had a hard time. I also remember just thinking sometimes that if I spent money on something and it didn't um, give me sort of the turnout that I was hoping for, I remember just feeling like it was a waste of money. Like I think I just had that kind of scarcity mindset where I was always afraid to invest in something because I was like, well, what if it doesn't work? What if I am not able to like get what they're saying I should get, right? I was always fearful. But I remember chatting with this complete stranger one day on Facebook and sort of having this discussion with her because I had just made a business investment. It was a $5,000 business investment and I felt like it was a bit of a waste of money. And it left me, I I just, I remember talking to her and she kindly said to me, nothing is a waste of money. Now you know better for next time. Oh, and I loved her words so much that I used them as inspiration for this next quote. No experience is a waste of your time or your money. It's simply a learning lesson that will help you make better decisions in the future. And this has seriously changed everything for me because now I've taken that negative attitude, that scarcity mindset that I used to have about just investing in anything. And now when I invest in something, I look at it as 
look at it as an opportunity for growth. And I ask myself when I'm in the program or I'm working one-on-one, I'm asking myself like, what do I need to learn during this experience? What can I learn? Whether it's I learned something good or bad, right? It's all a learning lesson. Now, of course, it is so important for you to do your due diligence and your research before you invest in a mentor. I personally wish my first investment with a one-on-one mentor that I would have done more research and I would have followed her more closely because I just didn't feel like it was a good, like sort of, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Like an ethical match or like a, I don't know. I just didn't feel like we on a value level, like had the same values. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Let's talk about truth bomb number three. Entrepreneurship requires a thick skin and a positive mindset. Okay, this could not be further from the truth. I never knew how much adversity I would face as an entrepreneur. And when I say adversity, I mean like just changes in business, like hardship in business. When people are not booking, when COVID happened and I pivoted my business, um, you know, when I have built programs that didn't give me the results or um, that I was looking for. Um, There's just so many things that have happened in my business that has changed me, right? And really shaped me. And there was the lots of options or lots of opportunities where I could have quit and I could have given up. But I had to just overcome the self-doubt and listen to the criticism and the rejection and learn how to handle it, learn how to deal with it, right? The jealousy of, you know, other people and how I want to be like them. The negative self-talk about how I'm not good enough or I'm not doing enough. I mean, there are so many mindset blocks that we experience as photographers. I mean, the imposter syndrome, the mom guilt. I mean, the list goes on. There's this book that I love called Reset Your Mindset by Natalie Ekdahl. I talk about her in my group coaching program, The Efficient Mom Photographer, because I just think she has such a super simple, easy to follow system that helps you understand why you're stuck in that mindset block and how you can move past it. So I highly recommend um, grabbing a copy. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes too, if you guys are interested, but it's so helpful. Um, There's a lot. So in the Efficient Mom Photographer program, the very first lesson is all about prioritizing self-care and finding work-life balance. And we, we dive really deep into mindset and blocks. Because truthfully, entrepreneurship is a really mental game. And it's really easy for you to be the one that holds you back. And so working through that is something that I love doing on our group coaching calls. And then I also do Voxer office hours. So every other week on Fridays, we do I open up office hours on Voxer, which is a free walkie talkie app. So it's like voice messaging back and forth. And my students absolutely love it because they get me one on one for a period of time that day. And we're able to just 
have a conversation back and forth to each other. It's not on video. And it's very, uh, it's on your own time. So I can send a message and then they can listen to it at their convenience. And then they message me back. And so it's just such a great opportunity for me to really get to know my students and really get to hear what it is that they're struggling with. Because the lesson that we might be learning might be something that they're not struggling with right then but they might be struggling with something else. And so that's what I love those those Voxer office hours for. Okay, let's talk about truth bomb number four. I wish that I could go back and tell my former self, my, my younger self, let's say, um, to always be future focused. This is something that just never occurred to me when I was a new photographer. I mean, why would it? I was brand new. I was into photography because that's how we all get started, right? It's not like one day we're like, cool, I want to be a business owner. What type of business should I own? I think we all are so interested in the idea of photography, capturing memories, making connections, having, you know, deep connections with our clients that we love the photography piece, We don't wake up going, I wish I was a CEO today, right? It took me about a decade or so to understand that I was the CEO of my business. If you want to create a sustainable and profitable business, you have to think big. You have to think of the big picture. And maybe you're thinking right now, like, hey, Ash, that sounds great and all for you, but like, I don't want that. I do not want a big corporate business. I do not want to be the CEO. That sounds stuffy. Like, thank you, but no. Let let me just, just hear me out for a minute. Let me just say this. It doesn't matter what size of a business you want. That's up to you. But if you want to have a sustainable business, one that actually turns a profit and pays you, then you do have to be the leader of your business. You don't have to call it the CEO, call it the leader of your business. But if you're being truthful, you are the CEO. The CEO is the person who owns, operates, and runs the day-to-day business, unless you're big enough where you have other managers and people who manage different departments. So you are the leader, and it's important that you think about the future of your business. Again, it doesn't matter how big or small you want your business to be, if you want it to grow, and you want it to be sustainable and profitable, you need to think of the future of your business. No one can hold you back from that success you're looking for, but you. So when I stepped into the role as the CEO in my business, it just changed everything. It gave me a completely different view. I had so many different expectations. I was forecasting. I was thinking ahead. I was making informed decisions based on data, not just based on my feelings. And once you make that shift, you're going to think bigger about the future of your business. And that's when things begin to change. That's when you begin to say, wow, there are more opportunities for this business than I thought. There is more income opportunity for this business than I thought. How incredible that I can work from home for the most part, unless unless you're doing sessions, right? And still be able to make an incredible business an incredible income from your business. Okay, let's talk about truth bomb number five. You do not have to know or do everything at once. Oh my gosh. I think when I first started, I assumed that it would be, I don't know. I just, I think, 
I assumed that I had to know everything, right? And I felt like once I started to know more things, I felt like I had to do all those things, right? Like I started learning about email marketing. And actually, truth be told, I actually did not learn business until I went into the education side of my photography business, that's when I started to learn business. Crazy, right? (laughs) Like I did photography for so many years and nobody ever talked to me or I never heard anybody talk to me about the business side of photography until I was like, hey, I think I want to, actually, it wasn't me. God called me to create this in-person meetup called The Purpose Gathering. So I was Ashley Freehand Photography for many, many years until 2019 when God laid it on my heart to start The Purpose Gathering. This is what changed everything for me. This is what led me to starting the in-person meetup community for mom business owners. And over the years, it has evolved to focus specifically to mom photographers. But I didn't know anything about business, guys, until I started the Purpose Gathering. This is when I learned all about business. Light bulbs were going off left and right. I was learning so many things. And then I was trying to apply it to my coaching business and then also apply it to my photography business. And as you can imagine, I was so burnt out. I was trying to do everything at once because I heard about it on a podcast or I saw it on a YouTube video and I was like, ooh, I need to do this. I also did things that were not in the proper order. I remember at one time um, I signed up for this Lightroom program or this Lightroom um, workshop and I hadn't even downloaded Lightroom. Like I took this workshop and I had never even used Lightroom before. It was way over my head way over my head. I did not learn hardly anything because I was not ready for, for my business was not ready for me to take that workshop. So it's really important that you think about what is important to know for you right now and what is okay for you to wait on. So I have a shiny object list that I recommend everybody has. I use Asana, so my shiny object list is in Asana. So anytime I think of something new I want to do in my business, or anytime I think I see like a program or a course or something that I want to do, um, I add it to this shiny object list. If I hear about a cool new app or a platform or something that I want to check out, I add it to this list. I check in with this list frequently because sometimes when I'm goal planning, when I'm quarterly planning, sometimes it's important for me to add some of those um, shiny objects into my, you know, daily workflow. Sometimes it doesn't fit. And so I check in with it, but I make decisions as the CEO, as the leader of my company, which thing do I want to focus on next? So inside of the Efficient Mom Photographer program, I talk a lot about really getting specific on what you focus your time, energy, and attention on because we have so many things, right? So many areas in which we could be focusing on, so many things. So let me just give you kind of an overview of the key areas that I think are really important for you to focus on. The first area is visibility. Think of this as marketing. What are you doing to be found? 
What are the things that you are doing to meet new people, to get in front of new audiences, to attract new leads? That's visibility. Number two, you should be focusing on engaging strategies. How are you engaging with like-minded vendors, complementary vendors, other businesses who service your ideal client, fellow local photographers, also thinking about your hot leads, so people who have reached out to you before wanting to work with you, or engaged leads, which are people who have, you know, liked all of your content, who have replied to your emails. They're just kind of like your number one fans. How are you engaging with those people? What strategies are you going to use to engage and start conversations, start relationships? It's really important that you utilize relationship marketing as your I I think your top marketing strategy should be relationship marketing. Then I would say content marketing. Then I would say email marketing. So those are my top three um, ways to, to market. And inside the Efficient Mom Photographer Program, we talk about each and every one of those in explicit detail about how to use those marketing strategies to convert leads into paying clients. So the third thing that I think you should focus on is your invitation strategy. So I think a lot of people think they have a marketing problem, but I think you really have an invitation problem. So you might be showing up saying, hey, I'm a photographer, but you don't invite people enough. You don't connect with them on a, on a um, personal level and ask them to take the next step. So giving a call to action is something that is really important because People are lazy. Let's just be real. (laughs) They want to know what the next step is. And if they have to think about it for more than a few seconds, if they have to go searching for a link, typically they're going to get distracted. They're going to think about something else. It's not a priority and they'll move on. So an invitation strategy is really important. And email marketing is a great way to invite being able to stay top of mind with your audience, and then being able to invite them to book a session with you. When you have many sessions, that's great. When you have availability opening up, um, coming up in the next month or so, that's a great time to invite people. Just having one-on-one conversations with people, invite them. Hey, if you're looking to have photos done in the next few months, let me know. I have availability, right? That's an invitation. Number four is nurturing. So how are you going to stay relevant and top of mind with these people? So we just talked about that. Email marketing is a great way to nurture your audience. But what do you talk about in your email? I highly recommend that every photographer has a blog. A blog is a great way for you to be able to send um, clients to and offer nurturing um, content. So again, content marketing is a really huge way that you can stay top of mind and create not only leads for your business, but also future um, the people who have already hired you. So your past clients, they will send you future business because you are nurturing them. Even when they're not a client anymore, they're like, oh my goodness, I'm getting all these great emails from Ashley or, you know, whatever. And then they're like, I'm going to refer her anytime I hear that, you know, she um, has a, or if I hear of a friend that is, um, needs a brand photographer right? Or whatever you do. It's really important that you nurture your current, past, and potential clients. 
Okay, and finally, focus on an epic client experience. How are you going to take extra special care of your clients so that they become incredible referral sources for you? I just actually finished recording a lesson for the Efficient Mom Photographer program all about client experience and workflow. Like it is so good because we want our clients to have an incredible journey with us from start to finish. And we want to have checkpoints along the way that allows them to feel really taken care of and like they never have to guess what's coming next. And it's just such a great episode. I'm sorry, great lesson. Um, So I am actually working on building this program as my students are going through it. And so this is a 12-week program that is for mom photographers who really need help when it comes to time management and systems. Those are the main core topics that we cover. Um, And the first six weeks is all about time management. And the last six weeks is all about systems. And so it's just an incredible opportunity for you to get deep coaching support if you are feeling like you lack in any of those areas. So I will leave a link in the uh, description um, for this coaching program if you're like, okay, wait, she's mentioned this a few times. Like, what is this? I need to know more. Um, It's the purposegathering.com slash coaching, and I will obviously leave it in the show notes for you as well. But let's get on to the last few truth bombs here. Truth bomb number six, systems and workflows are essential. You have to learn to love systems. You have to learn to be organized and create workflows if you want sustainability. The funny thing about this too is that when you have systems and workflows, your profit increases. I actually was speaking at an in-person event a couple of weeks ago, and somebody that was there in the audience, she mentioned to me, because I was talking about this, I was talking about essential systems that you need in your business, and she said that her business, now I wasn't speaking to photographers, so this was just a female entrepreneurship group, she said that her business went from being valued at $2 million to being valued at $4 million. And the only thing that they changed was they added systems and SOPs, which are standard operating procedures, into their business. So they doubled the value of their business just by adding systems. But I guarantee you, when you add systems in your business, it decreases the amount of time that you have to spend, which of course increases your hourly take-home pay. So it's absolutely essential that you have these workflows in place. Truth bomb number seven, surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. I feel like this is pretty self-explanatory, but I heard this quote once at a conference that said, if you are the smartest person in your circle, you need to find a new circle. And this was mind blowing, right? It doesn't mean that you have to like replace that circle. It just means you need to get in a circle of other people who know more than you. Like 
you, when you are around people who are at the same level as you, it's really easy to get complacent. It's really easy to just be comfortable and not realize your potential and not see that you are able to grow. So if you're feeling a little stuck in your business and you're wanting someone to push you and stretch you and get outside of your comfort zone. And if you're having a hard time just finding people to to connect with and plug into, I would love to invite you to our free community. It's called the Organized Mom Photographer. We are over on Facebook and you can join hundreds of other mom photographers who are like-minded and who are in a similar situation as you and who are wanting to learn and who are wanting to grow. And it's really important that you surround yourself with people who are a little bit further along in business than you. So you can join us over at thepurposegathering.com slash mama. That's M-A-M-A-S. And finally, the last truth bomb that I so wish that I could go back and tell my younger self is that revenue matters. When I got into business, it was more of an escape for me. You know, I had little kids and I really just wanted something fun. And I lost sight of the revenue. I honestly like didn't really care about how much money I made because I just loved it. I loved being able to get out of the house. I loved being able to serve my clients. I loved it. It was an escape and it became fun for me, right? It became something I just absolutely loved to do. But I didn't realize was that I was trading my time, my energy with my clients for the time that I could have been spending with my family, And I was saying yes to my clients, but I was saying no to my family because I wasn't able to provide financially for for us because I wasn't paying attention to the revenue. We never needed my income. We still don't need my income to survive, right? My husband's job pays for everything. My income is like fun money. So back when I was a new photographer, it didn't matter how much I made, right? And so I think I just, I lost sight. And I was just basically running a very expensive hobby. I don't know if you can relate to that at all, but I was not running a business. And I was fooling myself into thinking that I was running a business. I wasn't. I also was stealing from my business because I wasn't operating legally, I was not a sole proprietorship. I was not an LLC. I mixed my business money in with my personal money. I wasn't paying sales tax. I wasn't doing things correctly. And so it really was hard for me to even understand how I could go to charging more because I just didn't know anything about revenue. So it might be obvious to some of you that to others, I know that you can relate to this. I know that you can feel this because maybe you're in that same boat. Maybe you're using your business money as a slush fund and you're like, ooh, we can go on vacation. I can pay for preschool for my kids. We can get extra things, right? Maybe that's you right now. And if you're needing support and you're thinking like, yeah, I don't I don't wanna be there anymore. I want to figure out how to do this CEO thing. Like, 
I want to run my business legally. I want to be profitable. I want to make sure that I'm making more than minimum wage, right? I can totally help you do that. I can help you walk through the process of figuring out your cost of doing business and to help you figure out how much time you're spending with each client versus how much money you are charging versus at the end of the day, after expenses, sales tax, and self-employment tax, which I was also not paying, I can help you figure out what you're making hourly and help you be profitable and help that make sense for you. I want to be that mentor and that guide for you that helps you push forward, that helps you see what potential you have for this business, whether you want a big business or a small business, doesn't matter. I would love to come alongside you and help you. So if you are interested in hearing more about the Efficient Mom Photographer Program, I would love to connect with you. I want you to shoot me an email and we will hop on a call together. And I just want to see where you're at. I just want to talk to you and, and see if this would be the next right step for you. I know how hard it is. I did business alone for so long, so long. And it's, it's hard and you don't know who to trust. And there's so many voices and there's so many different, you know, workshops you can take, webinars you can take, free podcasts, free YouTube videos. And it just becomes so noisy and overwhelming. And you're like, I just, I need to know how to take care of myself, how to take care of my family, how to organize my calendar, how to prioritize my time, how to manage my tasks efficiently, right? How to dream big for my business, how to actually execute those goals, right? All of those things we cover inside the program. And then we go into specific detail about all of the systems that you need in place to create that efficiency, to give you that time freedom that you've been looking for. So mama, I hope that this was so helpful for you. I hope that these truth realms have brought perspective. I hope that it has showed you what to expect as a business owner. And that yes, entrepreneurship can be so hard. Being a mom is so hard. But you don't have to do it alone anymore. You do not have to do it in silence. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend. Texture your business bestie. If you don't have one, join our Facebook group and find a business bestie and let them know about this episode. I would love for you to email me. I'm going to put my email in the show notes as well. And just let me know if you learned anything from this episode. I love hearing from you guys. I'm not on Instagram anymore. I do use Facebook. So you can come follow me over on Facebook. Uh, I'm Ashley Freehand. Super simple to find me. But I just I love connecting with you guys. When you reach out to me, it literally makes my day. It makes doing this podcast so, so worth it. So as always, mama, I am here rooting for you. And you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. 
I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.